Welcome back to the Solo Burlo Podcast. This is episode number 12. I am your host, Dom Pierno. What the fuck is up, nerds? Did you guys miss me? I don't know, man. I missed you guys. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, I think, since I put one of these joints out. Uh, I gotta get better with that, but y'all know me, man. I mean, I'm Mr. Inconsistent, bro. I, I bring fire occasionally. <laughs> I'm working on it, bro. I'm working on it, dude. Uh, what the fuck is up, you guys? Like, what's new? What's been happening? A lot's been happening, actually. Um, let's see. We'll get to what everyone's losing their minds currently about. But first, um, I want to talk about some UFC stuff because I'm, I'm all about that. You guys know I'm, I'm about that. Uh, a couple weekends ago, we had a pretty dope pay-per-view. We had uh, Brandon Moreno and Davis and Figueredo. Figueredo? Figueredo. Figueredo? Anyways, those dudes fought for the belt. Uh, they gave it to Davison. I didn't get it. Um, real talk. Like I thought Brandon Moreno had control of that fight. I don't understand how they didn't give him the nod UFC rigged hashtag UFC rigged. We all know that. Uh, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, dude. Sometimes it's questionable. Like that was clearly a victory for Brandon Moreno. And for some, like, this is weird, dude. Right. All right. So like this last weekend, Israel Adesanya fought. He fought Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker. Um, that was a good fight. And not really. <laughs> it was a good fight in the sense that, like, it, Israel Adesanya reminds me of, like, an old-school Anderson Silva, except that Anderson Silva had that killer instinct usually. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would go for the kill. I, I feel like Adesanya, like, he'll go for it if he, it's, like, clearly there. But otherwise, like, he'll just he's good, like, standing on the outside and just kind of, like, sparring at like 90 percent you know what I mean like he was definitely hitting Robert with some solid stuff but I don't know I never really saw him like go for the finish hard or like really push it put it on him so like he got that fight unanimous decision right but like Moreno was like on it dude like he was fully defensive he was definitely like being aggressive trying to get the knockout trying to take Davison down and get some submissions like Figueredo had a great fight, like, don't get it twisted, but I just don't know how they gave him the belt, like, he didn't dominate Moreno, that's a weird thing, they're like, you gotta, to beat the champ, you gotta beat the champ, or whatever, like, to be the champ, you gotta beat the champ, but, like, I don't feel like in either of those cases, like, like, Whitaker really kind of fought defensively, which is weird for a guy going after the belt, like, I. Right. I'm sure, like, I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot because it's, like, every fat dude on the couch who's like, oh, John Jones sucks. Like I, like, I would literally die if he hit me one time. So, like, I'm not, like, one of those guys. But at the same time, like, I don't know, dude. I feel like if you're, like, all right, so you lost your belt to this guy, like, two years ago, right? And then you got injured, so you couldn't come right back and rematch him. And in that time, this dude's amassed, like, another, like, what, three, four title defenses, right? You fought. You know, you fought like two or three times and you beat those guys. So you're like, all right, I'm getting my belt back, right? You've like prepared yourself, dude. You're, you're going in for the fucking kill, but you don't. And that's weird to me, right? Like, <coughs> like I get like giving yourself a chance to win, right? But like going into a fight like that, maybe the first couple rounds, it's a five round fight. I get that. First couple rounds, do some feel out, get your range, get comfortable, figure out where you can get this guy. But then, like, dude, when you're in, like, the third, fourth round, beginning of the fifth round, and it's pretty clear you're not winning the fight, like, 
and in some cases your corner is telling you like hey man you gotta go out there and get the finish like I wonder what separates the dude from like there's because there's two types of dudes in that situation or girls I'm sorry fighters there's two types of fighters in that situation I feel like and that's like what the one type is like nah I'm gonna go out there and be smart I think I'm winning this my corner must be wrong like I'm gonna go squeeze out this round I'm gonna get a split decision and then I feel like there's the other fighter who's like yeah you're right and gets out there and is like I'm gonna fucking die or kill this guy or girl I mean that's how like I wish like in championship fights especially like come on dude okay it's the beginning of the fifth round you pretty much you know you need a finish Bro, I'm going to go in there and bar fight you. Like, if you knock me out, fine. But, like, I'm going to lose either way. So, like, am I going to go out like a savage badass or am I just going to, like, go out to a decision loss? Because that kind of sucks. Uh, but I don't know, man. I don't know shit. I don't fight. I'm not a fighter. I'm a bitch. I don't want to fight. Please don't fight me. Um, that's not my jam. I'm one of those tough guys who's like, bro, if you step to me, if you step to me, I'm going to try and probably, like, run in the other direction. You know what I mean? Because, like... I heard some Navy SEAL dude once on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't remember the guy's name. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was like Jocko or one of those guys. But anyways, I heard one of those guys talk about like, you know, like, what are you going to do? Like, if you like, he was like, what would you do if someone like try to get in to fight you or whatever? And he was like, he says something along the lines of like, um, like the best thing you can ever do in that situation is run, right? Like turn and run because like your life's not actually in danger. Like all you're feeding at that point is your ego. And I'm old and fat and like, I'm not trying to bang my head on the ground and pull a Bob Saget. You know what I'm saying? Like just side note, I read that story and I feel like (laughs) it's like, okay, what's the over under on like somebody got mad at him after a show and like socked him or something. And like, he just didn't want to say nothing about it. Kind of, right? Maybe, because there's no witnesses. There's always witnesses to shit like that, right? Like, they're how we, like who, like, how does that happen, bro? <laughs> like, if, if I hit, if I, like, fell in my hotel and hit my head so fucking hard that I saw stars and, like, I had a splitting headache, like, I'm not just going to bed. That's insane. Like, come on, dude. Like, I've had a concussion before, mild concussion, but I've had a concussion before from a car accident. And, like, I knew I was fucked up. Like, I knew I was fucked up. Oh, man. Bob Saget. That's weird, dude. Like, that's crazy, bro. Jeff Ross said some weird, like, fucked up shit when Bob Saget died about, like, how, like, he kind of, like, it's kind of romantic how he died a comic alone in a hotel room. What the fuck are you talking about? By the way, I saw pictures of him at the funeral and he looked like a fucking extra on the Godfather, but from like, like he was trying out for like a stage edition of the Godfather. It was, he looks fucking, I don't know what the fuck is going on. It was like a Jewish mobster. It's weird. Knock it off, Jeff. I don't know you. I'm sorry, but don't <laughs> dress ridiculous. <laughs> like a fucking velvet jacket. Anyways. I think he had a pinky ring on, too. That's besides the point. Um, what else is going on, dude? Fuck. Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl happened. Whatever. Like, it was cool, dude. I mean, I'm, I was, like, I'm happy to see an L.A. team win, right? And then, like, I am I mean, I like Matt Stafford, dude. I think he's – I've, I've like, liked the Lions growing up, too, because, you know, my whole dad's side of the family, they're from Michigan. So, you know, they were Lions fans. So, like, I had to deal with my dad being a Lions fan and then, like, my uncle on my mom's side – or my, my mom's brother, like, fuck ever, my uncle was a Raiders fan, so that's where I got, like, the Raiders from my uncle, and then I got the Lions from my dad, anyways, 
Matt Stafford, Super Bowl champion. That's cool, dude. I thought that was kind of sick, right? Because, like, you got Dre and Snoop and Kendrick and 50. I mean, not 50 doesn't represent L.A., but you know what I mean? You got this, like, majority, like, West Coast rappers, like, L.A. rappers, whatever. And then a L.A. team wins, right? But then you bring out, like, you know, the GOAT, Eminem. And then a Detroit boy wins the Super Bowl. Kind of, kind of fucking, kind of cool, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I don't hate that, bro. I think that's kind of dope. Um, they had Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, listen, dude. <laughs> if you didn't like that, then you're a fucking dork. <laughs> like, straight up. If you didn't like that halftime show, you are a fucking dork. Like, you probably have New Balances on and the laces are tied all the way tight. Like, you get the fuck out of here, bro. It's weird, though, dude. Like, I'm, I'm 37, right? So, like, this is like seeing Dr. Dre looks old. He's like gray in his beard and shit, you know? Like, 50 cent gained 40 pounds. That kind of made me feel good. I was like, hell yeah, dude, even when you're rich. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it can make me feel a little less bad about being fat, you know? But. It was cool, dude. I felt like a lot of nostalgia. It also made me kind of sad because uh, these guys are getting old, man. All the people we grew up with, it's just like, I don't feel old. So it kind of like, it fucks with me, you know, like when these bands or like anyone like actors, like seeing Brad Pitt or like, dude, uh, not even Brad Pitt, but like, this is crazy because it spans across like at least what, two generations of like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. And I'm going to be honest with you. I almost said Robert Pacino. <laughs> we keep it real on the solo bro though, dude. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Like I saw, I saw Al Pacino, like pictures of Al Pacino recently. And I was like, yo, the Crypt Keeper is going to die, dude. Like it makes me so sad. Like and he like, and my mom grew up watching movies of that dude. And then I grew up watching those movies. Plus the, the new movies he did. Crazy dude. It's like some people live forever. Like, you feel like some people live forever, right? Like, like Al Pacino can't die. You, like, you know what I mean? Like, how the fuck? He was in The Godfather, dude. He can't die. Was he in The Godfather? He was in The Godfather, right? I don't know, dude. I refuse. I won't do any research. You guys know how I do this. I don't do research. I don't prepare. I just go. So, anyways, if I'm wrong, you can let me know. But no one cares. No one's going to care. So, but yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like, the Rolling Stones are still alive. I didn't used to be down with the Rolling Stones when I was a kid, but I was hella down with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. <clears throat> Kendrick Lamar, by the way, dude, like, I don't understand. Like, I saw someone post a thing that said something like, uh, the halftime show was great, could have done without Kendrick Lamar. I just want to be like, yo, the world can do without you, bro. Like, what the fuck? Kendrick Lamar is dope as fuck. He's one of the most underrated rappers in the game, 100%. Like, I don't understand how people don't get Kendrick Lamar. Anyways, that was hella dope, dude. Like, that was a good day. I got paid at Dave and Buster's to kind of just like eat free food and watch the game because we like get paid to host these little like their football parties every Sunday during the season. And then they did a Super Bowl one where they had all three of us there. So it was me, Troy, and Alex. We were there doing that. And like, I don't know, dude. It's weird. Like, there was no need for three of us. Um, Thankfully, it was a room full of Rams fans, you know, there at Dave and Buster's. So, like, it was kind of easy for a minute. The You know, the Bengals were kind of, like, rallied for a, for a bit. But, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I just, I don't, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really care that much about football. 
<laughs> like it's fun to watch like i watch it when it's on you know i'm like and I, i'm a raiders guy so like i like to try and watch the raiders games but those are usually disappointing um but yeah i just don't care that much so it's like it's so hard to like get excited of like about the rams of all things but like i mean like i said i'm down to see a local team win but it was hard to actually pretend to care. Like, people say the players of the names. I'm like, I know who Matt Stafford is. And I was, like, literally, like, him and Joe Burrow. Like, I feel like I'm someone's, like, I'm, like, the typical, like, try-to-be-cool girlfriend. You know? Like, I know the quarterback's names. And I know what the uniforms, the teams. <laughs> I also know that both of those coaches, one was um, 36 and the other one was 38. And I'm 37. And life is literally pointless. Like... <laughs> Sean Payton or whatever the fuck. Is there? I don't know. Is that the guy's name? He just, like, won a Super Bowl, and he's, like, 37, 8, whatever. Like, dude, we're the same age, bro. Like, I saw him up there talking, and it was, like, I felt like I was a little kid looking up at, like, a like a dad or my dad. or You know what I mean? Like, he was, like, so much older than me, but he's not. We're the same age, and I'm he's killing it. Like, he went home that night as a Super Bowl champion. I went home that night, cause I like, like with a tummy ache, because I ate some French fries. <laughs> fucking loser, dude. Damn, dude. It's a fucking harsh realization, dude. Anyways, on to the business, dude. Like, I got some shit coming up here. Um, I gotta get a calendar in front of me, because I just, I can't remember anything. Uh, yes. Okay, great. So, um, I got some cool things coming up. Um, I am going to be on a cool podcast coming up soon and I don't know when it's going to come out, but I'll be on the Robert Land podcast. That's going to be a good time, dude. I'm excited about that. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to record that soon. Uh, that's going to be like super fun, dude. I'm, I'm actually really excited about that. Um, and then more importantly and more excitingly, I got some actual physical in-person comedy shows coming up. So on February 24th is a really cool show. That's at La Cave in Costa Mesa. La Cave Steakhouse in Costa Mesa put on by Fakia Nation and Evan Cassidy. That's going to be a fun show. I haven't gotten a flyer for that yet, but I have been confirmed booked on it. So you guys definitely want to come out to that. Those shows are always super fun and he always gets a really fun headliner. So, uh, that's in Costa Mesa, dude. It's not that far. And it's this cool little, like, underground cave that they have as, like, a stage down there. And it's just, like, I don't know, man. It's got these, like, cool, like, the ceilings. Like, if you stand up too fast, you might hit your head on the ceiling. Like, it's dope, dude. It's not quite that low. But it's super fun, dude. It's got cool, like, I, I've never been to New York, but I think it has, like, cool New York vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's kind of cool. Um, and then super duper Big Bang exciting the 25th of february that very next friday uh your boy will be getting up and walking out to his car uh and getting in it and driving with a one galen nash and roth de demarchio de macargo i can never fucking say his name dude i'm sorry roth i told you i don't prepare for this dude and i like roth i should know how to say his name but you know what dude i'm wife white that's a lot rafa camargo i just know him as roth dude guys follow beef strogan roth on instagram i love you roth please don't listen to this he won't so this is fine i'm so fucking safe dude <laughs> love it dude pretty much say whatever you want about comics on a podcast when you're a nobody because the comics are, are the last people that are going to listen to this dude the good ones the homies they'll scrub through it for you a few times give you those those listens you know like inside secrets for people that don't know um anyways 
we, the three of us, me, Galen, and Roth, we are getting in the car and we are taking a trip on the road as stand-up comedians. And it's going to be a blast. We're going first to beautiful San Francisco uh, that Friday. Um, there will be some details up on my Instagram as soon as I have them for Friday. Uh, but we're going to be doing a couple shows down there in San Francisco, up there in San Francisco, up there in San Francisco. Look at idiot. And then from there, we take a very quick, like, right around the corner, a couple freeway exits away drive to Bend, Oregon. Um, that's going to be a blast, dude. Uh, we're going to be doing some shows for KDI Pock up there. That's great. Um, some breweries and whatnot. It's a good time. Uh, there's some flyers up on Instagram right now. You should definitely go check those out. If anybody happens to be in the, like, the point like one zero one one zero 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 one percent of people that listen to this. If any of you live in Oregon, come to that. Those are actually really fun shows. Uh, KD is like a sick producer man she i don't know how she does it but she figures out a way to get all these people um out of their cabins and out to these breweries and she's like she packs it out dude it's a fun fucking time i just have such a good fucking time they're craft brewery craft brewery that's one of them um and the other one was like something like high moon or something moon brewery but craft craft is the one if you're in bend go to craft that's a great brewery great food uh great drinks it's amazing the place rules um, anyways, uh, so those are happening. And then Sunday, Sunday night, what are you, you're thinking like, Dom, Sunday night, I have to go to work Monday morning. You know what? We all do. Okay. Um, except for me that weekend, but then your boys, uh, Dom Pierno and Galen Nash and, and Roth, <laughs> fuck with your last name, dude. I'm sorry. Uh, but we're going to go to Seattle and we are going to be performing at club comedy in Seattle and, that place is fucking dope, and that'll be Galen and I's second time performing there, and um, that's going to be a good time, dude. Uh, crazy story, like, so Galen and I, uh, with, this is like my, my second year of comedy, maybe, or like, maybe like, actually, this is still my first year of comedy, I think, maybe towards like the end of my first year, um, we went on the road together, and we did a show, it was like, we did a show in Fresno, um, and we did a show in Sacra Sacramento, yeah, Sacramento. Um, and then we did the show in Bend and then we did the show in Seattle at club comedy, which at the time club comedy was this like little, had a curtain and you would like open the curtain. It was like in this Japanese restaurant and you would go in the back and there was a stage. It was still, it was super fucking cool, man. The setup they had down there was really dope. Um, Seattle's cool as fuck anyways. Right. But like that club was just dope as hell. Um, but it turns out they've remodeled it. And it, dude, it looks amazing. If you go to a club comedy, I think club comedy Seattle on Instagram, you can check that out. Um, if I know anybody out in Washington or in the Seattle area, like definitely come to that. Um, they killed it and revamped that club and just, it's, it's been popping. And the really cool thing is that, uh, after that crazy trip where Galen and I almost died and, you know, truck stops and bullshit sleeping on the fucking literally sleeping on the road in his car because we're going to spend all his money on hotels. Um, <laughs> uh, here, we're going back, dude, and Galen's headlining everything. It's fucking cool, dude. Like, it's pretty rad, man. You know, I've been in comedy for like, I guess, technically three years if you don't count COVID. Um, I think he's been in for like four, four years, maybe five. I don't know the math, dude. I'm sorry. I'd have to like do some math or ask him. Um, but don't quote me. I don't know. 
But he's been, been in at least a year longer than me. And it's just cool. He's like starting to headline everything now. So like he's headlining the shows out there in Bend. And then um, he's headlining Club Comedy in, in uh, Seattle, dude. Or Club, Club Seattle? Seattle Club Comedy. Oh, dude, I'm so high right now. <laughs> Club Comedy in Seattle, dude. Club Comedy in Seattle. There's a post on my Instagram. It's got the flyers on it and the dates and all that stuff. But uh, I'm stoked, dude. Like it's so fun to just like get out of town for a bit. And uh, doing comedy on the road is always, like, it's a really fun, interesting experience. It always feels different than when you're, like, in your local area, you know? Um, it's cool. It's kind of like getting to go to a different school, I guess, you know? Like, and you go, like, starting over. Nobody knows who you are. It's it's a good test as a comedian, too, you know? Like, can you, you know, does your material work everywhere, right? Because, like, especially being in California, um it definitely makes a difference, right? Like your style, what you talk about, you know, especially what you talk about. Cause a lot of California comedians, local comedians in general, but I feel like especially comedians from Southern California, they definitely have, um, they have like a, a, a pattern of, you know, like the things they talk about, you know, like there's a lot of California things that people talk about and you kind of have to like get away from that shit. Cause the references don't really fly in other in other states you know um thankfully places like oregon and washington and you know arizona and texas and all these places have a lot of california transplants so i guess the material does go go a little bit longer there uh, but that's gonna be super fun dude like i'm so stoked about those shows man like i just love doing comedy you know we just got to figure out a way to do it all the time always dude like that's the dreamy dream you know what i'm saying been doing some fun shows out here locally, dude. Um, but yeah, dude, I, you know, it's just cool to be able to like hit the road with your friends, you know, like feels like movie stuff sometimes. And it's not even a big deal, dude. You know what I mean? Like we're nobodies, you know, like we're not really making any money, say a few hundred bucks, you know, uh, it's just like about the experience, dude. Like some friends three friends just going out on the road and making people laugh and shit dude like i'll tell you what man i i don't like give that much of a shit about money you know if i had to make less money if i made just enough to survive but i could do it doing that oh, you bet your ass i'd rather just make enough to survive until i until i make enough to to live comfortably than to live comfortably right now i don't know dude it's the dream bro we just gotta do it. Just gotta go out there and talk about dude bro stuff and just hope it lands in other places where there's not that many dude bros. You know what I'm saying, dude? That's what you gotta do, bruh. Yeah, man. Everybody's losing their minds over the Super Bowl because uh, no one's wearing masks. But, like, dude, it was so funny. They were, like, going off on the celebrities. And I'm like, dude, nobody's wearing a mask. I don't want to wear the fucking stupid thing. We're about to lift the mandates anyways. Like... I feel like realizing most people at places now, they don't even give a shit. Like, I walk around with the mask on, and I'm like, everyone has it off. I feel like I'm an idiot. I'm the only one has it on. I'm like, whatever, dude. This is cool. Now I can start, like, stealing things, and people, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's dumb. I don't want to steal things. Plus, I have tattoos. It's like, the mask is going to really help my cause that much. It's not. I don't know, man. How have you guys been? You know, I've been good. <laughs> Listen, um, my podcast is weird. 
<laughs> you guys know this, dude. I want it to have a natural feel to it. I don't want to produce shit. I don't want to think about what I'm going to talk about. I'll tell you guys something funny I thought about, though. Um, like, while I was watching the Super Bowl, I was like, dude, I can't, like, I'm so happy that they don't give away, like, the big dumb prizes anymore for MVP. Like, you guys remember back in the day when, like, Tom Brady would win MVP for, like, the eighth time or whatever. And, like, they would give him, like, an Escalade, like a Cadillac Escalade. And it was, like, his, was, like the look of disgust on his face. <laughs> like, ew. What is it giving rich people like like that's a gift that if you gave me or anyone else, I'd be like, holy shit, that's dope, dude. Like I'm definitely gonna like sell and get the money, but that's dope. Or like some people might actually really need a car. And you give them that car and it's like, dude, that's rad. I needed a car, but like that dude doesn't need a car. What why would you give that to him? That seems really dumb. Like <laughs> Every time he was always, he always just looked like he was like, cool, I guess. Like, I got to fucking put, take that home now. Like, <laughs> it was always more of like a pain in the ass for him than anything. Like, he even tried to give it to one of his teammates and then he was like, he was going to have to like pay the taxes on it. Like, or they told him he would have to pay for it or the taxes on it or something. And he still did it because he was like, I don't want to deal with this. That's like the ultimate like ordering Postmates, but you're like for your like mega rich. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, it's going to take us a few extra hours to get this situated. Like, I'm not waiting around for this. Like, just, I'll pay him 10 grand to take it. Like, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. I don't know. If Tom Brady gave me an Escalade, I would 100% sell it. But I haven't, like, signed the dashboard or something, but I don't want that shit. That's so stupid. They always get you in game shows with that shit. Like, you, like, you want a brand new car, but you have to pay the, like, $8,000 in taxes on it. And they, it, they don't even give you, like, it's like, they literally, it's like 10 days or some crazy shit or five days or some dumb shit. I don't even think they give you a, a month. I don't think they give you a full 30 days to pay that. Like, so people usually just take, like, the cash prize, which is, like, a third of that. It's fucking crazy. Or less, depending on, like, it's usually, like, the most basic bitch model car that they have on the lot, too. Like, manual windows, manual locks. Terrible, dude. I don't know, man. People are weird. Um, world's trying to cancel Joe Rogan. Not gonna happen. There's just people that are uncancelable, dude. Like, and sometimes at night, um, when I'm having trouble sleeping, I just think about, like all the really um you know like fat girls with purple hair that are just like so upset that it's not working and like screaming into their um pillow like their with their Ruth Bader Ginsburg pillow <laughs> just so angry at the world that you can't cancel somebody because they hurt your little Philly feels um, I don't know, dude, that's crazy. It, uh, so speaking of that, um, if you want to Israel Adesanya at the press, got a press conference, um, stood up for Joe Rogan and it was fucking hilarious. And he called Joe his N word. And I think he's off the hook now, dude. Like that dude's African, <laughs> like that dude's African literally. And he could murder people like with his hands. So that dude's an African warrior. And he said Joe Rogan's cool. Like, I think you've got to let him slide, dude. I think we should bring that back. 
like super powerful like warriors you know like but like they can't be white dudes because like we done enough done did enough of that you know what i mean like we've done warriored around enough like we're good we can't especially not those viking ass motherfuckers those dudes you have to stay home <laughs> we should have like yeah we should have like some african warriors like you know what i mean like gold lion heads and shit and then they just walk around and like pardon white people for like doing dumb shit or punish them you know what i mean Who's going to be a little bit more tolerant and understanding of overly harsh punishment than the African war king guy? You don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I'm high. I told you. We, I, we, I don't prepare. Um, so, yeah, I think what you can take away from this is um, I'm uh, an MMA expert, and I, I, I should be working for the UFC. Um uh, Bob Saget probably died because he was being an idiot and that's okay. Also scares me that I'll die from being an idiot. Um, you can take that away from, from this. Um, the Super Bowl was I, uh, all our heroes are dying. Um, we can take that from it. Um, those dudes were all out of breath while they were singing songs and that made me sad. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, a fuck ton of dope-ass comedy shows on the road, dude. Follow me on Instagram at Extended Midget. Come to the shows. Come to La Cave on Thursday, February 24th at 9 p.m. in Costa Mesa. That is going to be a really fun show. Uh, Bend, Oregon, coming at you February 25th. Come, be there. It's going to be fun. Uh, follow me on Instagram for that or Katie, iPod, K-A-T-Y-I-P-O-K, Galen or at Galen Nash. Uh, or follow Roth at Beef Strogan Roth. R-A-F. Follow my friends. They're very funny. Catch us in Seattle Sunday night, February 26th. I got it, dude. February 26th, Sunday night, Seattle, Washington Club Comedy. That is in, I believe, that's downtown Seattle. So come down. It's super effing fun. It's a great comedy club. Actually, it might have moved, so look it up for yourself. Uh, please come see us. If you're in San Francisco, Friday, February 25th. So the... Seattle show is February 27th. We were so close. We were so close. February 27th, Seattle. February 26th, Bend, Oregon. Find your way out there. February 25th, San Francisco, California. If you're in the San Francisco area, shoot me DMs uh, on the day, on Friday. If you're looking for something to do, I will let you know exactly where we're going to be. I just don't have the details for it yet. Listen, if you made it this far, if you made it this far, I fucking love you, man, because this was a shit show. It's always a shit show. It's all over the place. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Solo Brolo Podcast. I'm your boy, Dom Pierno. Go get in some trouble.